0: I'm gonna have a medium popcorn in this room.
1: To the Michael Shack show. Hey, what's going on? What's happening? Yeah, I, I love my intro music. I'm a huge fan of it. Yeah, so basically, as I've talked about before, and you're probably aware, you know, I can't use, like, copyrighted music on the show. Like, I can't play, I don't know, Katy Perry or something along those lines, or the Lady Gaga, because um, their, their music's... I would have to get, like, permission to play their music, and so I have to, like, get royalty-free music. So I literally listen to probably... I don't even know how many different tracks I just typed into uh, iTunes and uh, Spotify, you know, royalty free music. and I've I, I've listened to just countless, countless uh, tracks until I found this and I just absolutely love it. I hope you enjoyed the track that starts out the show. It is from something that I think everyone needs to listen to. It is uh, this unbelievable thing that I found someone posted it on the Facebook and it is a uh it is a someone basically took sergeant Pe- uh, Peppers the Beatles album and did a whole did a whole parody album using Star Wars and it is just unbelievable and it is by palette swap ninja and let me see if I can get their website up so I can tell you where to go to find it it is free which is the reason why I played it and uh, so if you go to that's, uh, PaletteSwapNinja.com, that's paletteswapninj com, NinjaSwap.com, you can go, and it's called Princess Leia's Stolen Death Star Plans, and of course that was the opening track of the album, and I'll be playing more of it as the shows go by, it is unbelievably funny just and you could actually go on YouTube and they have the tracks matched up with uh the scenes that they refer to from the movie and it matches up so well I'm it's just unbelievable and I really hope that you enjoy it and so that is that so hopefully we will so so today is uh, I, now I'm less than two weeks. I'm less than, than two weeks away from moving back to Pittsburgh. Uh, there will be this show, and then there will be next week's show, and then the following show, I don't even know because that's the week I'm, I'm moving. I have no idea if I'll have the energy or the ability to actually do a show. We will see, um, but it's, I, I just can't believe that my time here is uh, running short. I mean, it's unbelievable. I actually just met a friend for breakfast over at Tom's restaurant, which is the restaurant from Seinfeld. And um, we he's an old buddy of mine from college, and he just moved to New York in February, and he's just starting his journey. And so as my journey ends, his begins. And, uh, you know, we, I haven't seen him since college, and we were just catching up, and I was telling him, you know, go to all the museums, go to Central Park, do just enjoy the city, just enjoy being in the center of the universe, and uh, being a New Yorker for a while, it's been, his, it's been his dream to live here, and he is now living out that dream. He is actually from Wisconsin, where we went to college, and he was living in Madison, I think that's where he's from, and we went to college up in Appleton at Lawrence University, so uh, it was really nice to see him. And uh, just unbelievable. And it's, it. I just really can't can't believe it. So uh, this is a little intro to the show. I'm going to be getting Jason on the show here shortly. But just a few things. You know, my last show only had six listens. Show 39. This is now show 40. This is my 40th show. Can you believe it? Uh-oh, I am getting a phone call. I'll be right back. All right, I am back. That was actually... The moving company giving me some details about my move for May twenty second. Unbelievable! Can't I'm still like I I I might have like a you know nervous mental breakdown on the twenty second moving from here. Hopefully I won't be doing this alone. Hopefully my mom will be able to come up and join me. But you know if she can't, she can't. It's no. Big deal, but what I was talking about was—I uh, think I was talking about how my last show, my last show, only had six listens, and that's just not good. We got to get more, more listens. It is cool though; I have over one thousand total listens though, which I like. Uh, I would like a thousand listens per episode though. But um, I did do a little Facebook marketing, and I and I, I got to figure out how to get the word out. I am going to be now that I'm moving back to Pittsburgh. I am going to be focusing the show in the Pittsburgh area, and it's going to be, you know, Pittsburgh's premier podcast. We're going to make it the number one podcast in the Pittsburgh area and then grow from there, but I want everyone, everyone to go onto their interwebs and head to palletswapninja.com, and if you're a big Star Wars fan and a Beatles fan like me, you will thoroughly Thoroughly enjoy Princess Leia's stolen Death Star plans by Palette Swap Ninja. I haven't listened to any of their other stuff. Um, I'm not really sure what what Palette Swap is. I, I don't even know. Like, is Palette Swap Ninja like a band? Are they a group? I mean, they're obviously something musical for doing what they do so so here we go palette swap ninja is a two-man parody band with a strong focus on gaming and geek culture dan and jude take pride not only in their original lyrics but also in recording all the music from scratch enjoy which is very very impressive when you listen to princess leia's stolen death star plans because Sgt. peppers is often considered the greatest album ever and it was very, very, very—I uh, mean—revolutionary in the rock and roll world. And so, for them to create—and it does sound—it almost sounds like some of the tracks almost sound like they just do like a karaoke thing, like they—they they play the Beatles album without the the lyrics, so they can just put in their own. And but but it's not. I mean, they they've recorded it all. And my favorite track, which I'm going to play for you here. Um it's it's actually my favorite Beatles song of all time and it has become my favorite track on this album as well. And of course the the the, the track from Sgt. Pepper's is She's Leaving Home and in this album in this piece it is called He's Leaving Home and it refers to Luke. But I'm going to play it for you now and you will hear that you know they did they definitely didn't do the whole kind of karaoke thing because they have their own synthetic strings for the strings in this piece okay here we go i have a keyed up now i got a keyed up here here we go so this is he's leaving home which is referring to luke skywalker from palette swap ninja's album princess leia's stolen death star plans
0: death at morning, they're out exploring the day begins. Jawa sand crawler looks pretty bad. Guess that the sand people got really mad. Ben says, No, these blast points are too precise for their kind of raid. Thus they all travel in single file. This has imperial style. He- To the homestead, but he is not in time He sees the bodies just lying there Smoking and charred at the top of the stairs He looks down, there's nothing to save here Now that his family's gone Stormtroopers took his whole life away. Now there's no reason to stay. He, they raised him all by themselves. His grieving ran the rope all by themselves. They struggled all their lives together. This smoke. Back at the crawler, Luke seems so far away. Ben tries consoling him best that he can, What if we just go to Alderaan?
1: Right. That is just my favorite track. I love that track. I mean, it's my favorite Beatles song, She's Leaving Home. You know, that's kind of a hard thing to answer. You say, oh, you love the Beatles. What's your favorite Beatles song? Oh, my God. I mean, how about what's your favorite Beatles song per era? Like beginning, middle, and so the kind of like She Loves You era, and then you have like the Revolver era, and then you, you know, have more of their later stuff and uh just unreal actually jason's texting me now i'm I'm gonna get him on the show and he's having lunch so uh we are gonna get him on the show i'm just gonna tell him that i am recording i am recording some show stuff before i have him on because um i hate this new samsung phone i fucking hate it so much but anyway so of course as you guys know and as soon as jason can get on the show we are going to be talking about hockey of course so Um, as everyone knows, the Pittsburgh Penguins have beat the Washington Capitals in round two to head to the Eastern Conference. Is that what they're called? The Eastern Conference final, the ECF? That's not going to catch on. But anyway, uh, and against Ottawa, the Pens and Sens, and I, I have, you know, I have some good feelings about this, but I did not watch the game. And of course, I'm going to have Jason on here for analysis, but I did not watch the game. I was too nervous. I did something else. I don't even know what I did. I just hung out and uh, just I couldn't do it. But I'm so happy we won. We blanked them. Couldn't believe it. Two to zero. Unbelievable. And so as soon as Jason's available, he will be on the show and and he will give us analysis about that. I think I'm just going to wait for him to be on the show to do that. All right. The show will, will be back when Jason calls in. <laughs> All right, everyone, he's here, the one, the only, Jason Moko. What's happening, man?
2: Hey, man, how are
0: you?
1: I'm doing good. Just got myself a can of Coke on the street, getting myself ready to go here. Another show, TMPS 40.
2: Yeah, 40 shows.
1: Yeah, 40 shows. The, this will, wow. this is the second-to-last show in New York City. Only one more show in in, in New York after this. Oh, wow. Can can you believe that? I can.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I like that. It's time. <laughs> it is time. It is time. time. You know what's uh, funny is I was at Chipotle today for lunch. I've been pretty much getting Chipotle every day because I don't feel like cooking and messing up my kitchen and dishes while I'm preparing to pack and, like, everything. Right. And uh, the lady was like, you look really happy. And I was like, oh. I I think I am. She goes, "What's yeah. going on?" I'm like, "Well, you know, I'm I'm packing up and and I'm moving home." And she goes, "Wow, that's that's exciting." And I I guess it's starting to like show. You know, I mean, there is a Yeah, man. That's there, the move. There's a little sadness because I love New York. I love my apartment. I love the people here. I I mean, all of my friends except for like you. Like you're you're my friend in Pittsburgh. I mean, I have a couple others now like Stephanie and, you know, Cam and stuff. But, you know, here I have a lot of friends because I went to school here and stuff. But at, at the end of the day, what's important is my family yeah. and, and being home. Well, you and... could
2: always go back and visit. Exactly. And you want
1: to know something interesting today? Today was the first day that I used my Mars address for, for something. Really? Um, someone sent me a job listing for CBS Radio. That they're they're oh. they're looking in Pittsburgh for like a part time, kind of like on air talent, someone that could put content together. Really? And, yeah, and I thought that would be great. I'm and it's part time, so like, um, you know, I could maybe still teach voice lessons. You know, I was telling you that I'm thinking about reaching out to the community that that we live in to teach voice lessons and stuff.
2: Yeah, and, I'll add you to the um Adams Ridge community thing.
1: Yes, and so I can just like you know, uh, use Facebook to say, Hey, I'm, I'm moving in. Uh, I can start teaching voice lessons like mid June, you know, this much per hour, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I, I can come to your house. You, you can come to my house, you know, like however there, cause sometimes when, when you have like younger kids, like 10, 12 year old girls studying, you know, I mean, I would invite the parents to come up and observe, um, if they want. You know but sometimes it's better if I go to like like to their house because then the parents are there or at least the mom or dad is there
2: right you, you, you want the, you want them to know that you're not a predator exactly
1: this is basically what I'm trying to tell my audience is you have to be careful sometimes <laughs> I mean here in New York I've only taught like you know 20 something so I've never had a problem but I right. actually know that's a lie I did I did teach like a 14 13 year old boy and and his mom was there and kind of hung out and stuff. But that was at his house.
2: Right. Well, you're not like Jerry Sandusky. Exactly. To.
1: That's not going to happen. I mean, it's not who I am. No, but anyway, so I was filling out the application online. And I had to put in an address. And I had to write a cover letter. And I Googled how to write a cover letter. And you include your current address, phone, and email. Yeah, and I was correct. about to type in my New York. And I said, oh, no, I can't type that in. And I was about to type in my mom's house i was like well wait a minute michael wait a minute that's not where you're going to be living you're going to be living at 607 that's correct so i use that so who knows if they'll get get back to me the problem is is you know i don't actually besides doing this this podcast i don't have experience in actual radio so who cares exactly i wrote a kick-ass cover letter i was like you want me to work for you because i'm the man i was like here is my podcast just listen and be amazed and that's the way to do it. I like it. Mm-hmm.
2: So you know we'll, what else is amazing? Huh? The Pittsburgh Penguins. Yes.
1: Yeah, so, of course, Jason is uh, the co-host of all co-hosts, but also he is the hockey guy. And let's start talking about hockey now. The Pittsburgh Penguins on Wednesday night defeated the Washington Capitals in Game 7 in Washington to advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. So I told my listeners before, because uh, there's, I did a little intro before you came on onto the show that I did not watch the game because I was too nervous. But Jason Mocha did watch the game in its entirety, plus all the other games happening during that <laughs> during on that
2: on that day. So oh, Jason, yeah.
1: tell me, how did the Penguins? How did the Penguins make this happen?
2: Oh well, the Pens got destroyed in five and six. Yes. But the Penguins don't panic. No. And the Capitals are historic chokers. Mm-hmm. So if we gave them a little pressure, I thought, and scored the first goal especially, the the Capitals, that building, they, they pucker up. You know what I mean? Sure. They'd start to feel it. And I think that's what happened. I, I, I just think that the moment is too big for them. Yeah. You know, the Penguins don't get, you know, like they interviewed Flurry and Crosby afterwards. And they were like, well, like, how, how'd how you do it? And they were like, and Fleury was like, well, it was just like another game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they just treat it like it's a preseason game.
1: See, the thing about the, the Penguins is they often go so deep into the playoffs, unlike the Capitals, that to them, it's like this was just round two.
2: Yeah, that, that's that's the difference. Like, if the Capitals, when the if the Capitals would have beaten us, or here's the thing, when the Capitals won Game Six, they were talking as if they won the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah, they're not even halfway there. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, they've never gone to the third round. They don't know what it's like to win eight games in the playoffs. Yeah, and they, that they've won seven. That's the... <laughs> yeah. that's it. You yeah. have to win sixteen games. <laughs>
1: And that's the difference when you interview someone like Flurry or Crosby, who have gone a total been of there. three times. Yeah.
2: they've they, been there and done that, man.
1: They've been all the way three times
2: and they've won twice. We've been in five conference finals now. Yeah. Okay, this is our fifth conference final in the in the Crosby era. It's so, un-
1: it's unbelievable.
2: Right. It's just it's really good. So. I just think that we have a we had a better coach. We had a ultimately we had a better goalie. Yeah, our defense played outstanding. We were faster. We played more to how we played last year in game mm-hmm. seven than we did in game five and six. Yeah, and I'll tell you, like he coach made a few adjustments, man with the breakout and just like the personnel and it, it made a really big difference. They just made very, very subtle changes, and it, and it drastically changed the look of, of the game.
1: You know, I, I do have to say that Mike Sullivan, he makes some very... You know, you always talk about how the Penguins have guts. And I don't yeah. think that's just the players. I actually think that comes from the coach down.
2: To, oh, yeah. That, that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. It's like a culture. Yeah, it's not that it's like... Not, yeah, like, it's not like, oh, we, we, we played good, so we were a little lucky. No, 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 no. no. They, were, they It's instilled in them.
1: Like the other game when Crosby scored two goals in less than a minute. What is it called when they're on the ice? One shift, yep. One shift in hockey is less than a minute, which means he did two shifts in less than a minute. So for Mike Sullivan to think, okay, Crosby just scored. Okay, come yeah. off the ice. Now go back on the ice. Right. How do you right. how do you even think of that? Like, how is that? Like, you know, maybe if I put Crosby back on right away, he'll he'll just score again.
2: Maybe- yeah. Well, th- that's the thing. I mean, you the coach has to have such a good temperature of the team. Yeah. He has to know who's going good, who's not going good. Yeah. Who's who has the feel? Who doesn't have the feel? I mean, that's why Murray was in the net last year. Yeah, because he had the the touch, man.
3: Exactly. And this year,
2: Flurry has it. Yep. Yep. And you know what? Like, pro- listen, the Capitals couldn't beat us when we had no Latang, no Murray. Crosby missed two games with concussion. Yeah. Okay. And they still couldn't. No Latang. They couldn't beat us. It's unreal. that's not acceptable if you're a Washington fan. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable. I'm telling you, I, and, you know, I, on this, on this podcast picked the caps to win in seven. And And a lot of people, I've never been been happier to be wrong.
3: Cause
2: I believe in my team. Now yesterday at work, I told people we were going to win. Yeah. And it's more because I had faith in my team, but you know, just on paper, the Capitol should have won that series. But that's why you play the games. Exactly, that's why you play. And you, you know what? They don't deserve to win. If you you got to be beat the champ to be the champ, right?
1: Now, before we move on to the the uh, you know discussion of the potential against the Senators, what do yeah. you think? Because a lot of people are now talking about this. What do you think is the fate of Alexander Ovechkin? Well, because from what. So, I was listening to, you know, Keith Jones and Mike Milbury and, or, or whatever. Yeah, they're like,
2: blow it up, blow it up. You know, I mean, here's the
1: thing. They're all about, you know, this, that, and the other, and they have their opinions. But, basically, what they were saying is that Ovechkin was on, like, the third line um, or something. Like, the coach basically knew he yes. couldn't. He was relying on Backstrom, right, and other players to win the game, yeah. not Ovechkin. But Ovechkin's well, the Ovechkin, captain.
2: Ovechkin is not a good, even-strength player. And he's really a power play specialist at this point in his career. And
1: and that's weird.
2: And it is weird. Um, the Publicly, they said, well, we'll put him on the third line to even out the scoring. Yeah. Well, that's great if you have a Crosby and Malkin to be on your first and second lines.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't he be on the first line?
2: Well, that's the problem. That's why Barry Trotz has never been past the second round that 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 really blows my mind. Like listen, why the wouldn't Capitals it... have all this talent, okay, and they've never been past the second round. And then they hired a coach who also has never been past the second round.
1: Yeah, see, listen. Talent is great, okay? L- look yes. at the Oilers. They they have the new Crosby. They they have the with uh Connor McDavid. Uh, McDavid. You know, this guy is supposed to be the next big star. But the Anaheim Ducks have been there before. Yes. Like, they, they've gone all the way before. And yeah. sometimes it comes down to experience. And if you look at the Capitals and Pens, yeah, maybe on paper the Capitals were better. But at the end of the day, Crosby's been there and done that. He's like, let's let's yeah. wrap this up.
2: I can't pick against Crosby in a, in a big game. Yeah. they. It's really hard because... Yeah. He just—he doesn't press, man. He just goes and plays. Yeah. And yeah. The first goal of the game, man. He made the play happen. Yeah. Um, he made the right pass. He drove to the net. I know Russ scored the goal, but you he know. scored the goal because Crosby made the right play. I mean, yeah. And that just does things right. Yeah. And, and, and Ovechkin was on—he was on the ice for both goals. You know what? They actually
1: mentioned that like Keith Jones and, and that afterwards, you know, when they were discussing the, you know, should Ovechkin be traded? Is right. this the next step for the Capitals? He clearly hasn't been the superstar that they need him to be. At least he's he's a superstar as far as, you know, probably endorsement deals and his name and the C on his jersey, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone knows who he is. You know, he's one of the biggest players in the league, but he hasn't brought home any championships, you know right. there's no there's no there's no cups that go next to his name so yeah. at the end of the day you know it, it's like um it's like any sport you know you have you have this big star player but you haven't been been able to go all the all the way i mean look what happened with uh, phil phil kessel
3: yeah. right
1: he was the star of his uh, of the maple leafs right yes he was but one person can't listen we talk about how great crosby is Every time he's on the ice, he's making plays, but he, he's not on the ice all the time. You right. still need to have a Rust, a Hornquist, a Phil Kessel, a Malkin, a Flurry, and goal. You know, you you need yes. you need to have the whole thing.
2: And I mean, it's really hard to beat the Penguins when, like, let's say Latang's healthy. Okay, mm-hmm. like last year. Yeah. Basically, there's no point in the game where one of Malkin, Crosby, Kessel. Latang was not on the ice.
3: Yeah, it's... Uh...
2: One of them is always on the ice. Yeah. That, that's difficult to, to match up against.
1: I just can't imagine how other teams feel when they... Ha- I, was, I went out to uh, uh, breakfast this morning with an old buddy from college, mm-hmm. and uh, we were talking about hockey, and I was explaining to him what you have explained on the podcast is... And to me, you know, personally, you know, is like how... <laughs> You know when you look at at the names, like you know when the coaches are sitting around the table and they 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 have the Pittsburgh roster and it's Crosby, Malkin, Kessel, Benino, Rust. It's it's like never ending. Yeah, it's almost like you need more players. Like the other team needs like eight lines because if mm-hmm. they're not going to be able to keep up.
2: No, yeah, that's the problem.
1: You know, and I was telling this guy like. Yeah, Crosby gets off the ice. Malkin gets off the ice. But then Kessel and Benino come onto the ice. Now, did I did I read that the HBK line was reunited?
2: Just for a game, it didn't really work. No. No, because the, Kessel's playing really well with with uh, Malkin. Yeah, and they they should just leave that be.
1: Whatever works. I mean, is I'm I'm sure Murray's healthy
2: by now, right? He backed up last night, um, but he's not going to play. He, I mean, Flurry has earned the right to play.
1: Exactly. I mean, the only way Murray would go in is if it was like six to zero, and Flurry was just letting everything go by
2: him. Yeah, that's or the if o- he was hurt. exactly. Yes.
1: That, that's the only way. You got to stick that, with what to works. To your question,
2: you asked what they should do with Ovechkin. Yeah, the answer depends on what they're going to do with the rest of their players.
1: Ah, uh, yes, of course. If
2: if the if, they, if their team is gutted, okay, and there's no chance for them to win a cup, really, maybe it's time for him to move on. But he makes $9.5 million a year. Yeah. No, not a lot of teams, maybe just a ha- small handful, can take on that kind of salary. Could, so, could the Penguins do it? He's also over the it? hill. Could, no, the Penguins can't do it, no.
1: No. I, was, no I, it. I just had this little daydream today thinking, what if... The Penguins just acquired Ovechkin.
2: Well, Could, they would have to give up two big pieces or three big pieces. It's not. But it worth doesn't. It. Ovechkin is the antithesis of the Penguins.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He
2: he doesn't fit to what they do. Yeah, he's not really a team player. No. Okay. He's the, he's not. He's exactly the opposite of the player we want. Yeah, and you know
1: what? I didn't watch the game, but I watched some of the you know the goals, like the replays. And the yeah the highlights and the um was it the Hornquist goal? I mean he oh. caused that goal. Yeah, he, listen, he that just,
2: was interesting. That was an interesting goal.
1: He just didn't hustle to the net.
2: I mean to the no, puck. No, he because listen, he doesn't want to get hit. He likes to hit people, but he doesn't like to get hit.
1: But you know what? I, but I, I, no one likes to get hit. But right. you know this is the difference. Like I, I was talking about this like. The fact that Crosby puts himself in this situation to get concussed, he's that aggressive and that much of an athlete. You know, it's... That's the difference. That is the difference. Is like Ovechkin is too worried about his health and he's not worried enough about winning. Crosby wants to win.
2: Listen, the, the whole difference... It's amazing if you think about the difference between the two players. Yeah it's a night and day the way they play the position they play how they play it yeah the, the, the structure of the team I mean it's very very different the the backstrom said we lost the game in the first three game lost the series in the first three games that tells you right there even though they came back to tie it that they didn't think they could win
1: Wow. See, it's mental, man. There is mental. Mental, it's listen. It's a mental game. Listen. Tiger Woods is physically able to still win majors, but he yeah. is no longer mentally able. No. His his father died. He started banging every woman that he met
2: at Applebees. At
1: Applebees. And his yeah. wife hit him over the head with a 9 iron and divorced yeah, his ass. <laughs>
2: That's brutal.
1: Like yeah. there comes a point where you just feel sad, and you can't make your long putts because you feel sad. And it sounds dumb, but if yeah. after game three it was planted in the minds of the Capitals that they could not beat the Penguins,
2: then that's what's that's going
1: what to happen.
2: Correct. I mean, it's a, it's a. I was shocked to to hear that because here here here's this team that has the best record in the league the last two years. Yeah. The. The game that Crosby missed, game four, and they lost it. The Capitals yeah. lost that game. Yeah, that's the Capitals knew they couldn't beat the Penguins. Even though they won five and six. Yeah. They they that gives you some kind of insight to their mindset. They're weak. Mm-hmm. Mentally weak.
3: Yeah,
1: they because they don't they they and we've talked about this, they they, they have that history of losing. That's yeah, in the they, back of their minds.
2: They're losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't win. No
1: they They're now big,
2: big losers.
1: Now, we've talked about this, how hockey in the regular season is different from hockey in the postseason. Yep. What? Now, I know we just talked about the mental game, like the Capitals have a culture of losing in the second round, never being able to get past it, yeah. even with yep. all their talent. But do they do something as far as their system, their, their gameplay? Do they not know how to switch over to playoff-style hockey?
2: Partly. Part of the... They, they they play a pretty structured game, and they score a lot of goals. They, they, they have an offense just like the Penguins. Yeah. I think when the games get tight, their offense struggles. Yeah. Um. You know, in, their, in the playoffs, you're not going to score four, five, six goals a game. You have to be able to win a game two to one. Exactly. In the Penguins, the best teams can beat you any way that you want to play. If you want to say, I'm going to... Okay, in 92 the we played the Blackhawks, mm-hmm. okay? The Blackhawks came into the Stanley Cup Finals, they won 11 straight games. Wow. Coming into the finals, okay?
3: Oh my god.
2: All right, the the Penguins came in 1-7. Okay. The Penguins were offense and the in the Blackhawks were big on defense. Okay. Okay. Game 1, 92. They go up 4-1. 4 to one four, 4 goals to 1. Okay. They really they were killing us. It was like 3-0. There was like 3-1 and 4-1. Yeah. They were just like, they were just kicking our ass, right? Then we came back that game one, and we won with 11 seconds left. Mario scored, okay? Wow. So we won that game 6-5, to five, I believe. Oh, wow. Then the second game, we won, I believe, 4-2 to two or something like that. The third game... Okay, they said, we're going to just, we can't outscore the Penguins, so let's just try to win the game 2 nothing. The so, Penguins won 1-0. <laughs> okay, so the Penguins won giving up five goals, and then they won giving up zero goals. Yeah. Okay, then yeah. game four, we won again 6-4, to 6-5. to five. Yeah. Okay, four, so. Four in a row. So, yeah. Four in a row. So now we won 11 straight and we won the cup. Yeah. So the best teams can play any type of game you want and still beat you.
3: Exactly. Like
2: and, and the Capitals aren't able to do that. The yeah. Penguins can adapt. Yeah. If the Pen- the Penguins proved on the road against the best team in the league, we won two nothing in their building. Yeah. That's that's unbelievable. Right. After be- game five, game six, we lost five to two. Yeah. Right. What does that tell you? It, it, it's it's.
1: It it is it's a big mental thing, man. The the Penguins believe in themselves.
2: Yeah, believe. And,
1: and honestly, I think it even goes beyond the fact that they still have the Stanley Cup. Like they're still the champions.
2: I I was telling um my buddy this um today. I said, listen, the Penguins have to remember. I think what they what happened after Game Six was, the Penguins remembered that they're still the champs. Yeah. Yeah, they got to remember we're the champs. Yeah, and to beat the champs, you got to beat the champs. Yeah, and I just think that it got in their mind that you know what we've beaten them three times and we're we're and they're injured and we're healthy and we're still in a game seven. Yeah, and I think overall it just they couldn't overcome it. Yeah, then the Penguins were just like we're we're the champs and we're going to play like it. We we just know how to win. It's we find a way, man. The Pens find ways.
1: Yeah, and, and what I was telling this uh, guy earlier today is that the uh, Pens often find ways with their, I don't want to say lesser players, but just not Crosby and Malkin. Now, I know Crosby usually is part of the goals, but it's yeah. not like we have to rely on him to actually score. Like, you know what I mean? And well, I was telling him that, that in 09, when we beat the red wings in game seven it was talbot who scored two goals yeah you know it wasn't like it had to be crosby like it had to be malkin
2: listen you know, brian rust had zero points in six games yeah yeah and then all of a sudden yeah game seven he scores the goal
1: yeah exactly you know that's that is a winning team because that is a team you know yeah you just can't rely on uh ovechkin you, you, right. you just can't hope that a vechkin can score 3 goals and
2: to help no. you win
1: i mean that's that's not how hockey works
2: you know uh, yeah it's just a, it's a big team game man like you never know Max talbot he's like a he's forever like a legend yeah like, I mean, max talbot can't like sniff a job no in the nhl but he's a legend
1: yeah yeah i mean in pittsburgh he will always be remembered for yep. the Philadelphia series where he told the audience um to, like, be quiet. You know, he did the hand thing. Yep. Yeah, it's the and, best. And then just, he was a very dynamic player, big personality. and, yep.
2: and he was a little guy.
1: Yeah, and Game 7, 9 Stanley Cup, back-to-back cup uh, appearances for the Penguins. Yeah.
2: He and, looked like Mario Lemieux.
1: Yeah, yep, just, he scored, and it was 2-0, right? I think that we won won two to one. Okay, two to one. And he scored both goals.
2: Well, I was at that game, man. And uh, we went up two nothing. And then they scored uh, from the point they scored um, in the third period. Yeah. And then with like five minutes left, somewhere around the five minute mark, um, they hit the crossbar. Yeah. And I was just like. We're, we, we got hockey gods on our side. Yes. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know how to explain it, man. I just had a feeling we were going to do it, you know? Yeah. It was such a cool thing because Crosby got hurt in that game. Yeah. And Malkin and Jordan Stahl were playing, like, every other shift. Yeah. Which was just, like, remarkable. Mm-hmm. I couldn't believe the pace of the game in 09. That was really – that was really – uh a special team.
1: Those two Stanley Cups, oh eight, oh nine. Um, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, hey, I wish we won both, but splitting them is almost a better story.
2: You yeah, know? we won in 09 because we lost in 08. Yeah, that, that, that was great. You know, like yeah. I, I was so glad we got to, you know, play the same team. Like, yeah. It's so, so unusual.
1: I mean, oh eight, oh nine. Those Stanley Cups are like legendary in my mind. Yeah, they,
2: it was. Those were fun. Those I mean, were fun just like two years. The, it's just the
1: the giant from the West and the giant from the East. Yeah. The Red Wings. Wait, now, aren't the Red Wings in our conference now?
2: They are. Now they're in our conference and everything was realigned. And uh, their owner, you know, cried to the league that they had too much travel out West. So they helped them out and put them back in the East. But, okay. Um, you know, they also, they picked a bad time to do that because now the East is way stronger than the West. Yeah. And they didn't make the playoffs. This year so <laughs> <laughs> that's unbelievable uh, yeah i mean be careful what you wish for
1: yeah exactly i mean they were the dominant team of the west from what i understood yeah. kind of
2: oh many many years they made their they made 26 years in a row i think
1: oh playoffs. my god and now they have to compete with i mean the fact that see this is the this is it's just so bizarre that the capitals every year are always like at the top of the heap and then they just can't do it. They no. they can't finish.
2: No, because listen, the Penguins know the regular season is for practice.
1: Exactly. See, that's the that's the difference.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it like that, but like because you know people pay a lot of money to go to these regular season games.
1: But but you and, are. And it's
2: not like the Penguins were bad. They were they had the second best record in the league. Yeah, but the Penguins know when to exert themselves and when they don't need to. Exactly, and I think the Caps. It means so much to them to be the best team in the league every year. Yeah, the Penguins are like, listen. At the end of the day, you still have to come through us.
3: Yeah,
1: and and, and it doesn't al- matter where the game's played. Yeah, and also at the end of the day, no one cares who the best team in the league was. No, I don't. I don't know who the best team of the league was in oh9 uh, uh, but I know who no. the Stanley Cup champions were. That's correct. The Pittsburgh Penguins.
2: That's right. Listen. How do you think it feels? Last year, in 09, we beat them in, on home ice in Game Seven. Yeah. In '16, we beat them on our ice in Game Six in overtime, and then this year we beat them Game Seven on their ice again. I mean, how how does that sucks? <laughs> I I mean, <laughs> it just is ah oh, man. I, I if I was a Caps fan, I'd be crushed. I like I wouldn't get out of bed today.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: If I was a Capitals fan, I'd throw in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> it must really I'd, suck. I'd be jumping in the Chesapeake or something.
3: It
1: it
2: I, I wouldn't know what to do.
1: It must it just must not be fun for them.
2: How can how can it be? The team, I mean the, the Washington, I mean there's no good teams there. No. You know, like you know, they're the Capitals, they're like they're losers, man.
1: Yeah, it's sad. They're, it's, I, mean, I mean, I'm mean, i happy to be on the better side of that, you know, being a Pens fan and from Pittsburgh, you know, I get to be on the winning side of this, Yeah. but like, you know, they have the talent. I, they just, they just have never known how to put it
2: together. I don't like that the Capitals and their fans act like they've won something. Yeah. They've never won anything. Yeah. Being they've the, never won. They've been in the league since 74. They've never won anything. Okay. Like, yeah. You just haven't won anything. Like, don't. You're not in the same league. Yeah. You're not even in the same class as Mary Lemieux. Yeah. They made the Stanley Cup finals once in 98. They got swept by the Red Wings. Yeah. It was one of the most lopsided Stanley Cup finals I've ever seen. Wow. Okay. So, like, Sergei Gonchar was their best player
1: uh, on the Capitals. When
2: they, yes, when they when they won when they went to the finals in 98.
1: Wow, Sergei he was a Gonchar. He was a great player. He really was. He was a great player.
2: He was a really, really, really good player, man. He he could fire the puck. He was pretty good defensively. His skating lacked at the end of his career, but he 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 just knew how to get the puck through traffic, and he scored some big goals against Detroit and Philadelphia. Yeah. He he just had a he had a big shot. He, he was a very good player. A very, yeah. Very good player. When
1: did he leave the league?
2: Uh, He actually tried to make the team like this year again. (laughs) Or last year? Which team? The Penguins. Oh, really? Yeah, he 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 played like like last year. He played like a preseason game, but he didn't make the team.
1: Well, I mean, how how old is he now? I mean, yeah, he's old now. He's
2: like forty one or two or something.
1: Was Was he part of the oh eight oh nine? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, I couldn't um, remember. Because I, I know, know at some point he, he left.
2: And uh, Well, you know, listen. Everybody got to move. I mean, you can't keep the band together forever. Exactly. That's just not how it works. And You know, even the Penguins next year are going to look way different. Really? There's a lot of changes coming to the Penguins. But you know what? Like, they got some – their young players will still be there. But, like, guys like Max Talbot – or, I'm sorry, like – Ah, uh, Chris Kunitz, um and you don't know what's going to happen with flurry these guys like there's going there's going to be some some changes man like Ron yeah. Hainsey like Ron Hainsey's going to be gone I mean that's how it you is have to navigate these these things
1: so now we are headed to Ottawa well actually Ottawa's headed to to Pittsburgh but what do you think is going to happen in this series I know nothing about Ottawa I don't know how they've played I mean I can't believe they beat the Rangers. I, I thought the Rangers were gonna
2: take The that. Rangers or the Rangers are, are overrated. Yeah. The Rangers let me tell you when the Rangers died. The Rangers died last year when Malcolm goes into Madison Square Garden and scores a hat trick. Yeah. long <laughs> quest. That's when the Rangers died. <laughs> that's the end of that. So there, there's nothing more I could say about it. It's, yeah.
1: It's yeah. over. It's over for
2: the Rangers. That's pretty wild. <laughs> they should actually the Rangers should trade Lundqvist.
1: Really? Yes. Yeah. That's incredible. He, he isn't he their captain? No. I I swore he was their captain, but he's but no, he's,
2: Ryan Ryan McDonough is their captain.
1: Okay. Was was he their captain for a while? <clears throat> no. Uh, what wasn't there a goalie who was a captain?
2: Yeah, uh Roberto Luongo was a captain for Vancouver, I thought,
1: Yeah, maybe for that's for who I was maybe that's who I'm thinking about. Yeah. Which is weird, which is a little strange. Well, but, hey, yeah, I mean, I, it's all about leadership.
2: Leadership has a lot to do with it, man. I that's mean, that's why, I, like, that's why guys like, you know, Gretzky and Lemieux and Bobby Orr, like, these guys are legends because they, not only were they good players, great players, but they were lead, the leaders. Yeah. They How, were the guys that stirred the drink. You they, know, you know, they, like Reggie Jackson, you know, New York Yankees. Yeah. That's what he said. Because I'm I'm the straw that stirs the drink. Wow, like he, you know what I mean. He 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 invited pressure. Yeah, like when you when you don't shy away from it and you invite it, that's those are the people who succeed.
3: Yeah, exactly.
2: You know what I mean. That's like a that's a big distinction. Like if you if you shy away from a moment, you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed. No, like you have to. Michael Jordan when the game was on the line, he wanted the ball. Yeah. He wasn't like no 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 like I'll 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 uh I'm gonna pass, yeah. Or I'm i I'm gonna sit this one out, yeah. No, Michael Jordan was like yeah I'll do it. He didn't he didn't care like Crosby's like oh you, oh the uh the the team Canada needs a, a goal, mm hmm. Like in overtime in the Olympics, I, I got it no worries. Yeah. Like that's Sidney Crosby. Yeah. He's like I'll I'll I'm I'm gonna be 20, 23 or twenty four and I'm I'm gonna, I'll take care of the the gold medal for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Sidney Crosby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's what he does. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 there you go. And then Ovechkin, he's you know, he's out there eating a McDonald's.
1: It, it's it. Uh, I just don't understand it. Like he, I mean, when I watched the replay of that goal, where we scored because he couldn't clear it.
2: Yeah, and that's the even best.
1: even Keith Jones and Millbury or whatever were like clearly Ovechkin was not hustling. Like they said that uh during the whole post game thing.
2: No, because he, listen, he's a lazy player. Yeah, it's, it's Ovechkin, here's the difference between Ovechkin and Crosby and Malkin, okay? here you want to know the difference? Yeah. Technically, Ovechkin, think of it like in terms of football. Okay. Okay. Um, think of Crosby like a quarterback. Yeah. Every time that he's out there, he controls the play. Yeah. He has the ball, right? Yeah. Um, when, when Ovechkin's out there, he's the wide receiver. Like he, he plays a dependent position. Yeah. He depends on somebody else getting him the ball, the puck. Yeah. See, that's okay. He doesn't, he's not good at creating his own offense. Ovechkin is 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 very gifted, and he he has an unbelievable shot. Yeah, but if you stand right next to him, he can't shoot the puck. Oh, okay, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's interesting. Goal scorers are great. They come and they go. Yeah, trust me, they come and they go. When when Mario was in the league, they have Alexander Mogilny and Sergey Fedorov and Pavel Bure. They're nice players, dude. They very exciting. Yeah. But they're they're not they're not they're in a they're in a different tier, they're yeah. not in the same league as a Lemieux or a Yager.
3: Yeah,
1: Yager, man, he's still out there. You think he'll play next season?
2: Oh yeah, he already said he is. Yeah, <laughs> dude, he is a he's a piece of work, man. What do you think that guy like? You know, some some girl tried to blackmail him like two years ago.
1: I'm not surprised
2: he, he was sleeping with some like 21 year old yeah and he, she was the girlfriend of like this like one of his like some some other player like in the Chuck republic or something okay and he was like he she thought she was like she was gonna take like a selfie while they were like in bed oh and he was, yeah he was like do it
3: <laughs> oh my
2: she god put her, like on, she put it on like twitter and stuff and he didn't care he his, his y- he was like, "What is that guy going to do to me?" He's like, "I'm Yarmul Yager." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just playing yourself.
1: When when they did that 100 greatest players thing, yeah, uh, which clearly needs to be redone after after the uh, Chicago Blackhawks performance this playoffs,
0: this oh, yeah. this year's
1: playoffs. But anyway, Yager comes out. And He just, he has like a ponytail mm-hmm. He didn't shave He doesn't care He, doesn't care. he already no. knows he's one of the greatest of all time He doesn't yeah. need the NHL to tell him that
2: He yeah. doesn't need well, anyone is, He's not worried about it No <laughs>
1: he, he entered that He entered, um, I'm into the top players of all time A long time ago And he's been riding it out ever since
2: Listen he could have retired ten years ago and still been in the
1: Hall of Fame. Exactly, and that's what I'm talking about. He's an animal. Yeah, it's unbelievable.
2: What are you going to do the rest of the day?
1: Uh, I just probably edit the show and hang out. And uh, but but what do you think about this this next series? Like, do you think? I mean, uh, how did the Sens do in the regular season? You know, what kind of talent do they have? Like, what will be? I believe our... the
2: Senators have. Uh... Around a hundred points. I think they they were really good. I mean, they're very fast. They have a lot of snipers. They have a pretty good goalie. Um, their defense is. They have uh, Carlson is probably a top five player in the world. Okay. AD. But other than that, I think they have an average defense. Okay. Um, but a lot of people would say the same about us. Um, our offense is going to overpower them. I don't. I think that we'll be able to put up. 35 shots a game.
3: Wow. Okay.
2: I think that if I haven't thought about it enough yet, because I'm really just so happy about the caps losing. Exactly. Yeah. I haven't really dissected the next round yet, but on the surface, I'd say six games, more likely five. Okay. Depends. Yeah. Okay. Now what do you, that's, that's a confident pick. Yeah. But I, I, I mean, I, I want to be careful with that because there's a reason Ottawa's in the in the finals too. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
2: They're not bombs.
1: Now, what do you think about the West? What do we have? Nashville against um, um Anaheim. Uh. That's gonna be tough because I feel Nashville kind of came out of nowhere.
2: Nashville's playing better than Anaheim, I think. Yeah. But uh, I, but Anaheim has home ice. And Anaheim has a better goalie. Okay. Nashville has better defense. Nashville's defense is unbelievable. I would I would love to see a Nashville-Pittsburgh final. I think it would be super exciting. Yeah. I, ju- I think it would be up and down hockey. Yeah. Um, It would be great. I mean, it would be really cool because we could actually like, go to Nashville. Oh, my like, God. That would be yeah. so awesome. Yeah. See, that's what's – you know, in the West – what are we gonna?
1: Go, are we gonna go to California? Yeah, it's hard to go back and <laughs> forth. It's expensive. We could Listen, drive to Nashville.
2: I yeah, I would I would consider driving to Nashville.
1: I would totally do
2: do that. I would yeah. totally totally do that. Yeah, I mean that would be fun. Yeah, but I I think that I think Nashville's defense is. I think Nashville's gonna win the whole thing. I, I no, I think Nashville's gonna beat the Anaheim. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Just okay. just on the surface, I just think okay. that. National's playing; just they get timely goals. They're a good team, man. Yeah, Nationals are. I'm, I'm happy to see them do well. I think that they they're like long overdue for a, a run. Yeah, yeah. But they they Nashville wouldn't beat Pittsburgh. No, no. It, wow. it, the only team that has a chance of beating Pittsburgh is probably Anaheim. And in the last couple of times we played Anaheim, we we own them. Really? Yeah, their goalies from Pittsburgh too.
1: Oh wow. Well, we're just gonna have to see how all of this goes down. I mean, hockey is yeah. the greatest. I think it's the best postseason of any sport. Oh, uh, no, there's no doubt. I mean, it's it's just so exciting, and uh, it's just it's it's fast. It's fun. When people score, the the place goes nuts. It's yeah. just it's just the best. Hockey is the absolute
2: best. It really is. Yeah, I'm glad you're a big fan, even though you didn't watch the game.
1: You know, but that's how I am, though. That's how I am. You're a
2: little superstitious about it. I get superstitious,
1: and I get a little nervous, and I, oh. um, you know, I just kind of, uh, you know, I, I, just, I just stay away from it. If I, if I I, kind of put it out of my mind and just let the hockey game happen, that way I'm not, like, pacing around my apartment and throwing pillows against the wall, yeah, you well. know. But that would have been a game to watch, though, since we just we won 2-0. <laughs> Yeah, you know. It was
2: it was quite a game and I I was we scored that second goal, I was like turn off the lights, man. Yeah, it's done. Game over. Game over. Wow. Unreal. It was a good, good feeling to have.
1: Unreal. Those capitals, they just they keep shit in the bed. They do. <laughs> they do. They do. Yeah. They they just keep they keep doing it and I I thought maybe the, you know, I I had a good feeling, of course. I mean, we were winning, and uh, you know, even when it was three to one, I thought, well, all we have to do is win one more game. You know, I mean, then there, you know, there's like three well, more games to go, so or, or whatever, um, whatever it was, two more games to go, and so like, no, hard. no, you no, know, it was it's, three to one, so there were three more, more, more games to go. Yeah. And uh, all we have to do is win one of them. I just didn't think it was going to go all the way to a seven. Like well, I maybe. definitely could have seen the Capitals winning one more game, but not two more. But hey, it made you know some people think, hey, maybe you know it's all for all for money. So there's more hockey to watch, more money to make, more more uh, jerseys to sell. <laughs> I
2: don't know about all that, but I, I will say this: I think that, uh, you know, the league got what they wanted—seven games between the two premier teams in the league. Yeah. Um, I don't. <laughs> Refereeing is a little bit. Uh, uh, I don't want to. I hate to say this, but I don't want to say the refereeing is. Um, they don't favor anybody, but I know that the refereeing in the league has been better, in at times.
1: Do you do you think it's different in the postseason?
2: Yeah, they tighten everything up. I mean, they they certainly don't call as much.
1: Yeah, because there was definitely a moment in one of the games that I did watch. Where I felt like there were literally five different things that could have been penalties. I mean, there were Capitals tripping Penguins, Penguins, you know, tripping Capitals, and it's you know, people breaking sticks and slashing, and the and the refs weren't calling anything. No. And I thought, you know, I don't know as much as much about hockey as you do, so maybe it wasn't a slash, maybe it wasn't actually tripping. But as no, far as no, they let a lot it, of
2: things go. They just they just think that it's. And that's one of the weird things about winning the cup. You got to be a little bit lucky, a little bit healthy. Yeah. Um. You got to have some bounces, and the referees sometimes got to be on your side. Yeah. It's it's, it, it's all these it's, things factor in. It's a it's a it
1: is it is not an easy thing to do. No, it is not. And uh, you know, I'm not sure if I believe all the conspiracy people that say, well, you know, the 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 league wants it to go to seven, so they make it go to seven, and they pick the winner. When you and, and people say, like, uh, National Football League. Like, the football games are whoever wins is determined by the odds in Vegas. Like, can you imagine, like, these guys going out there knowing that we're going to lose today because the commissioner told us to because of odds in Vegas? Listen, like, if, if it was
2: fixed, somebody would speak up by now.
1: Yeah, and, and, I mean, it's just it's just a little bizarre. Like, I mean, especially the way that, like, hockey's played, where it's so fast and hard and stuff like can you imagine you know like ovechkin consciously thinking okay well i i I can't actually clear this puck because we're we're supposed to lose this game so i won't i won't clear it properly so they get to score a second goal like that doesn't make any sense
2: i mean (laughs) what are you going to do have the referees call 10 penalties on one team and none on the other wonder wonder if that team doesn't score on the
1: power play exactly i mean there's you know, there's no way to de- to determine anything. I mean, yeah, no. I can imagine someone paying off a receiver just to drop the ball in the end zone. That's that's actually feasible. That like does happen, you know. But so do so. It also happens in hockey where you shoot a really fast wrist shot or slap shot or one timer or whatever, and it just doesn't go in the net. The goalie no. saves it, or it goes wide. You know, it, it, there's so many factors and variables, you know, and uh, that it just doesn't really make any sense, you know. But there there are a lot of factors involved in, in winning, especially in, in, in hockey.
2: In a, in a seven-game series, the best team always wins.
1: Yep, totally. Totally. Definitely. All right, well, I am just chilling here, just waiting. Waiting to get going. I'm getting nervous.
0: What are you nervous about?
1: You know, just this is a big deal. Like, uh, I actually, what I'm nervous about is I need to figure out how I am getting home, because I don't think my mom's gonna be able to come up. Uh, there are some. What are
2: you gonna do? Are you gonna just fly home, one way ticket?
1: No, I have I have too much stuff to bring home my myself.
2: Oh well, why don't you rent a car?
1: I'm gonna have, but I need like a truck. I need like an SUV.
2: Yeah.
1: At least a, a minivan. So I need to like figure it out.
2: Don't don't tell people you're in a minivan. <laughs> no,
1: no. I won't take any pictures. There there will not be any any evidence of my minivan. i excursions if that's what I end up doing. But I think I'll, I I think I'll call Hertz tomorrow and see what they can do for me.
2: See what they say.
1: Yeah, but I'm going to need something. I'm going to need uh you know, I'm going to need like a I have a lot of boxes and suitcases that you know, I want to take back my myself. I don't think I want the movers to take them. We will just see. I mean, I, I was really hoping my mom could come up, but, you know, uh, she's it's kind of busy in Pittsburgh and things, and, and that's okay. Um, she doesn't have to be here. I, I, I'm a grown man. I'm a big boy, but it's just, we'll figure it out. Yeah. you know, I, I would you know I would like uh, just someone there to make sure that, you know, I've never moved before. This is my first time, like, actually moving, like, with a moving truck into a new place, you know, I've always moved from my house to dorms, et cetera, et cetera, you know, so I just want to make sure that it all goes well, and I don't screw it, and I don't, I don't leave anything here, but, uh, but then again, I do, I do technically still have the place till the 31st, so if something does happen, I can rush back here if I need to. Yeah, and get it all taken care of. Exactly, and that's why I chose to move, like, a week early, to give myself some, like, buffer room.
2: I think that's a smart move.
1: Yeah, cuz like if I moved out on the 31st, that'd be terrible. That that wouldn't be good at all. No. That's not. That that's not smart. That's not smart. All right, man. Well, what are you going to do the rest of the night? Just just hang out?
2: Yeah, man. I'm just going to hang out and pay some bills and Okay.
1: When's when, when's the next game? When does the series start against the Senators?
2: Saturday night.
1: Saturday night. Oh, man. I you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch it. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it, you know. You no know, Saturday night, I'm I'm having my uh, party. I can't believe that. Yeah, so Saturday night, I'm having my uh, going away party. So I will actually be at a bar, and it'll most likely be on TV. So I will be watching it because I will be out at a bar. I like that. Okay, well, listen. How about um, I will talk to you later. Thanks for calling into the show and talking hockey. Go Pens. Go Pens, man. LG. Pens LGP, that the team, they know how to win, and they have guts, and they may they make it happen.
2: They make things happen. That's that's the end, the end of the story. It's unbelievable. We make things happen, and the Capitals are as dysfunctional as our government. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> totally, man. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Did you see that 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 meme I I posted on Facebook that um that like uh. At um, Alexander Ovechkin's the only Russian in Washington with no like influence or something oh, like that.
0: Yes. Huh? Beautiful, yeah. It is
2: beautiful,
1: yeah. It's it's unreal. Poor guy. He, he should be a better player. You know what he should do? He should go back back to Russia.
2: Yeah, maybe he could learn how to play defense.
1: Yeah, he should go back to Russia, like like what like Yager did, and make a bunch of tax free money and just blow it out over there because he's clearly not going to win any Stanley Cups. No. I mean, it's not gonna happen. He's getting too old and too expensive. And mm-hmm. I don't think teams are gonna I don't think other teams are gonna deal with his laziness. No. No, like like I mean, you know, I, I know he does not fit into the Penguins uh system. But let's let's say he was. Like let's say the pens just scooped him up. You know, like they wouldn't deal with, with his bullshit. They'd be like no. if, if you don't hustle and play and keep up with everyone else, then you're on. Then you're on the bench, you know.
2: I don't think uh, I don't think Mr. Crosby would be too happy.
1: No, no, I don't think he'd be thrilled. Also, not, he he's the uh, lead dog. Yeah. Also, I bet you know if uh, um, Ovechkin would want to be captain, like like wherever he went, I'm sure he would want to be in the position where, you know, he's in more like in the captain's seat. Basically, well,
2: boo-hoo. Boo-hoo.
1: yeah. I well, would we play. Hey, hey! If the Capitals decide to cut him, he's got to do whatever he's got to do. Do you think well, there's? Do you think there's any chance he could retire? Well, of course,
2: there's a chance he could retire, but NHL contracts are guaranteed, so they owe him nine and a half million dollars for the remainder of his contract, regardless.
1: Oh, so if he retired, they'd still have to pay him.
2: Yeah, it's not like the NFL where it's like, if we cut you, we don't have to pay you. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. hmm huh,
1: That's interesting. I should have learned to play hockey. That's basically yeah. what, what we're saying here. All right, yeah. my man. All right.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh,
1: too late now. I'm, I'm like an old man in the hockey world.
2: We both are, buddy.
1: Exactly. Well, TMPS 40 is in the history books. What do you think? 40 shows. That's great, man. And I think you've co-hosted now the majority of my shows, which I'm very happy about.
2: Hey, when we get to 50 shows, we got to do something like special.
1: Oh yeah. Well, by by the time that we're at, we're at 50 shows, I will be fully moved in and comfortable in my apartment. I will have the studio set up. I will have four microphones. Um, I I have a whole idea for how the studio is going to be and work, and we can have you on the show, Cam on the show, Steph on the show, whoever whoever wants to come and join. We should do like uh you know, we should do something big. Okay. We should just do something big. And uh, cuz it's interesting, you know, 50 shows one per week, that's actually close to a year. A year. So we can kind of do like a 50th show plus it'll be a year kind of celebration. You know? I mean,
2: think it's a good idea.
1: Yeah. You know, we could have two celebrations, but I think just the 50th show is a big, a big deal. The fact that I've stuck w- with this for 50 weeks, every well, week. When
2: you're living close
1: by, maybe we could do two shows a week. Hey, you know what, man? If if hey, listen, since I'm going to be across the street, you know, honestly, I can do whatever I want. I could do a show per day. I know that's not, it's not reasonable because we have busy lives, but we we could bump it up to doing two shows a week. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's, there's, you know, I think that could be a legitimate thing. Because it'll be easy uh, just for you to run across the street. We record for an hour and then you go home and, and, and and go to bed. You know, because
2: honestly, I do whatever I do, whatever it is I do.
1: Yeah, because honestly, we're going to be hanging out anyway. We might as well put microphones in front of our faces. So people don't, people don't, don't miss the gold that is our conversations. Listen.
0: What we need to do is,
2: if we make it to the Stanley Cup Finals, we need to do a show like from PPG.
1: Oh, that would be great.
2: How cool would that be?
1: That would be really cool. That would be (laughs) awesome. We should try to get like a tent, you know, or like an area in the in the you know in like the hallway, and I can bring all my equipment and before the show and after and during intermissions we can like interview fans and talk about like like what's going on in the game and uh and then you know uh you know i'll edit it and put it out the the next day i think it's a good idea dude that'd be so cool i I'll i think i think the show definitely needs to get out there into pittsburgh like i we need to i need to get like a banner that says tmpspodcast.com you know, we can wear our hats. We, we got to get like hoodies or like T-shirts. Yeah. You know, yeah. we, we got the business cards. Like we really need to, I, I want people listening to, I talked earlier in the show that show 39 only had six listens. It's not acceptable. Not acceptable. I mean, I have over 1,100 total li- listens now, over 1,000 l- total listens, w- which is nice, but I want 1,000 per show. You yeah.
2: Know. Are our listeners dying?
1: I don't know. I was very disappointed when it said I only had six listeners last week. That's just, oh, that's just sad.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do so, I'm gonna write somebody up.
1: Yeah, we gotta talk to people. All right, man. Well, good show. Thanks for uh, calling in, and uh, I will talk to you later.
2: All right, buddy. Have a good one.
1: Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. If uh, you want to email the show. You can at the Michael Papinchak Show at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Twitter at Tmps Official. You can uh, also go to Instagram, also Tmps Official. And if you are in the Pittsburgh area and you need a Lexus, there is really only one place to go, and that's Lexus of North Hills at one five zero two five Perry Highway, Wexford, PA. 15090. Go see my buddy and co-host Jason Mocha. You can call him at seven two four nine four zero fourteen hundred, 1400 or email him directly at jmocha, M-O-K-A, at com. And if you need any custom tailoring, there's only one place to go in the Pittsburgh area, and that is Chico Tailors in Butler, Pennsylvania at 133 West North Street, Butler, PA 16001. Call them up at 724-287-5814. Email them at info at chicotailors.com. Chico is spelled C-I-C-C-O. Over four generations of experience goes into every garment. And for your photography needs go to www.thisissarahmiller.com. Sarah is spelled S-A-R-A-H Miller, M-I-L-L-E-R. Sarah Miller Photography for Family, Wedding, Fashion, and Commercial Photography. Thank you so much for listening to the show, and we will see you next week on The Michael Papinchak Show. (laughs)